Okay. So, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to Overthinking Podcast. This is Delaney. And I'm Emily. And today, we have a very fun topic for you guys. But before that, we're going to talk about our little adventure we had the other day. Oh, my goodness. Okay. (laughs) So, in case y'all aren't aware, have been living under a rock or something... COVID-19 be taking over the country. They going on a world tour. <laughs> COVID-19 world tour. And literally, we are the luckiest people alive. Because we went, okay, this past Thursday, we went to the Coin concert. Shout out to Snaps. Coin Dreamland Thank Experience. Yeah. It was incredible. But literally the next morning the rest of the tour is like canceled postponed whatever it's postponed yeah pretty much yeah so we talked about last week how like it was kind of uncertain if we were going to be able to pull off this whole bender thing but then it turned out that all my classes got moved to online so and like my university encouraged us all to go home so it was like i so i'm gonna be going home anyway yeah so i hitched a ride with my main my my main squeeze emily zook and go listen to her podcast zook time and um we were able to make it to the concert on thursday night and i can't believe that we almost missed that concert because yeah. that was like i mean definitely not my not my f- uh, well, it was just like a completely the, different experience because to yeah. be honest, all the concerts we've been to before can be classified as like, yes, we love the music. It's like Harry Styles, One Direction, Jonas Brothers. Like, mm-hmm. yes, we love the music, but a big part of it is like the experience, the experience. It's like a performance. All mm-hmm. of these girls screaming when like Joe looks at them. Yeah. But this was completely different because and also the majority of the concerts we've been to have been like 90 percent girls. Yeah. And they were also like. Um, and like big arenas, arenas and like yeah. stadiums. So just like classic, like pop music type concerts that you would expect, you know. Mm-hmm. But this was the first one where it was like in a smaller venue. It was like everybody of like every age, just like just vibing out to the music, and it was so much fun. Yeah, it was so much fun. I think the more like intimate setting, like really, like amplified like the experience too because everyone since it's since they're like kind of a smaller band and it's a smaller tour like they're not doing stadium tours it's like you know that everyone's there like because they love the band so much and not just like the Jonas Brothers or like Harry Styles or whatever and they're just like hey you know like yeah let's go yeah it was definitely it's like a more mature experience I think the other ones were like us fangirling kind of but this was definitely like and I didn't realize how much I loved Coin until I went. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I love Coin and, like, I like their songs and I'll listen to them. But song after, like, one song after the next, I was like, how do I know these words? Yeah. And I I think I just, like, subconsciously knew them all. But I was like, yeah. I, I definitely expected for there to be more, t- like, more songs that I just didn't know. Or, like, weren't that into. But every song, I was like, yes, Chase, keep them coming. I know. <clears throat> it it was just like such a vibe and I just had so much fun like I always have fun at the concerts I go to but just being able to just like beep bop around like in yeah. the back was just so fun I know and when I got there like kind of late and we were like ooh because that was the plan the whole time was just to beep bop in the back mm-hmm. but then we got there and we saw the like 
I wouldn't call it a mosh pit, but like the, just like the, the people in front pit. of the stage, yeah. and we were like, ooh, kind of want to jump in there, but yeah. too late. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and like the next like couple days after that, I would wake up just thinking about the concert. I was like, oh, gosh, I know, this is so much fun. But yeah, and now I'm home from school for like two weeks, and yeah. Like, we still don't know what's going on. Like, I know some universities have had people move out of the dorms, which um, we haven't, like, done yet. So I don't know if we'll actually be going back March 30th, like, resuming normal class March 30th, or if it'll be online for the rest of the semester, or... I hope it's online. Like, it's definitely harder to, like, motivate myself to do the work when it's online, especially Mm -hmm. since all my classes have been in person all semester, but... Especially since there's only, like, six, five, like, five to seven weeks left, depending on where you are, mm-hmm. to cancel school for the next two weeks and then expect everyone to move back in is just too much. I know. It definitely, like, the thought of it, like, definitely does seem like a hassle. And I would probably much rather have it stay online because I know the trend, like, the transition to online has already been so intense. And, like, I don't want to, like... The fact that we might have just gone through all of that just for two weeks, like, kind of sucks. Yeah, especially for the teachers. They probably spent the entirety of spring break, because, like, most of us just had spring break. The whole time just, like, putting their classes online. Yeah. And, like, it kind of sucks that, like, freshman year was cut short, and I got, like, really sad about it the day before I left last week, because I was, like, like, last Wednesday. I'm so sorry. Because I was, like, I was, like, man, like... I thought I had, like, another, what? I thought I had, like, seven weeks left. Yeah. Like, in my dorm in Gainesville, like, for the, before I leave for the summer. But, um, I, it got, I, like, I was, like, I still have, like, some, I I was, like, I still have growing to do. Like, I'm not ready to go back to, like, back home yet. I wasn't, it's, like, there's things that haven't happened yet that I wanted to happen I don't know. Whatever. No, yeah. But anyway. <clears throat> yeah. So our podcast, we're together now for our podcast, which is so definitely so a plus. Sad. But yeah, so we're both just at home, self-quarantined, social distancing. Social distancing. <laughs> like, we're definitely not social distancing right now. No, absolutely not. Like I've still been going about like my normal days. Yeah. Like we went to go to Starbucks to study and we were like, I was surprised that it was closed. I was like, what? I forget that people are really panicking right now. Yeah, I know. And it's kind of, it's kind of like the hurricane, like any hurricane where you're, you know, people like stock up on food and then they, everyone's just like in their houses for like a couple of days. But since like, we're not forced to be in our houses because there's no extreme weather going on outside. It's just like, hmm. Yeah. No, definitely. It's kind of feels like familiar, especially being from Florida. It's just like. People are treating this like a hurricane. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, transitioning into our topic for today, Delaney, would you like to introduce it? Yes. So today's podcast is going to be very personal, my sort of experience I had over the summer of, I don't really know how to say it, I guess, um, I'll just say I had a plastic surgery operation, I guess you could say, over the summer specifically i had a breast reduction over the summer and i just want to like 
I think it'd be interesting because I know when I was like getting an idea of what it really means to get the surgery, I watched a ton of videos. Just like that's all I did. And they were honestly very comforting to see. So, and I just think it's interesting. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So I guess I should just start from life before what it was like. So growing up, I was never like a very skinny person. And I always was kind of an early bloomer, I guess. Like I was very tall. I was always, you know, I was never like a tiny, tiny girl until I like bloomed one day. I was always kind of thicker, I guess. So it was just always something that I've known. (coughs) Sorry. And with that came, obviously, like, maturing body. And I always felt like I did not have a young body. I always felt like my body just looked like one of a 40-year-old woman. And it was always something that made me super insecure. It was the one thing, like, if anyone asked, like, what's your biggest insecurity? It was always my chest all the time. Because I thought it just made me look much, much bigger than I was. And I always felt like I had to explain myself, you know, like, oh, I would be skinny, but, you know, it's just that sort of feeling and just not fitting into anything, especially, it was especially hard, like, when homecoming and, like, prom seasons would come around. Emily and I would always shop for dresses and, like, the bottom half of my body would be, like, an eight-ish size because, like, you know. So the bottom half of me would be like an eight or like a large maybe, but the top half of me is like a 15, you know, just, it was just like a very disproportionate size for my body. And I don't know, like, I don't want to get too like graphic with like sizing or anything like that, I guess, but just the disproportion of like pants would be like a medium tops would be like an extra large and I would fill them out and I would have to buy really expensive bras really expensive tops because I just like grew so quickly so like from middle school I probably grew at least a size each year and going into that I was already in like the upper end of like like traditional sizing so like a to double d is like traditional I guess And then after that, it'd be like more specialized sizing and stuff like that. So by middle school, I was already at like the upper end. And then I grew at least a size every year. So ending high school, my chest was very, very large. And it was never something that I felt like, I feel like a lot of times, like breasts can be associated with like womanhood and like being like sexy and whatever. I hated that. I like never wanted to look like that or baggy t-shirts all the time, like, I never felt like it was something I was, like, super proud of, because I'm just not really that kind of person. Even now, I don't really dress like that, so it was never something that I really, like, like to show off, so I would wear two bras, like, two sports bras all the time. Playing sports, it got to the point where I'd wear, like, two or three, and I, like, couldn't breathe, so I'd be running, because I played softball and I did cheer like all throughout high school so like my cheer uniforms would like have to be altered and like just just all these special like accommodations 
because it got like so bad. I remember I would ace bandage myself like I tried buying really thick ace bandages and like wrapping them around my body because I just wanted it to be like tight you know like I didn't want to feel like but I couldn't breathe so I'd be playing sports and I'd have to be like coach can I like go to the bathroom and I'd have to like take some off and so it was just like I don't know I'm kind of losing my place but it was just something that I was never really like I never tried to put it on display so a lot like a lot of people when it came to the point in my life where I was like okay I want to get this surgery a lot of people even my mom was like kind of surprised because unless I was like you know in a bathing suit you really had no like reference because I would wear shirts that were two or three sizes too big for me two or three bras like all the time even when I wasn't playing sports because I just didn't want people to see so like nearing the end of high school I guess it was always something I had to ask my mom mom was like no because the thing about the surgery is that afterwards there's a very very small percentage of a chance that you'd be able to breastfeed so it is like a life-changing decision obviously and so my mom would always be like no you should wait till after you have kids obviously because also when you have children your body changes so much and I was like I just never really liked that idea and yes it makes sense there are pros and cons to both because like I did make a decision affecting like my children I guess but I don't have any yet and I always thought to myself like by the time I want to be a mom my late 20s early 30s like my very very active years of like being young and wearing like smaller clothes and going out with my friends like the time where I would want to have a very small chest is over you know you're a mom you're working it's like less of a less of a point of interest I guess so it's just something that all throughout high school I just tried to hide away as much as possible until I finally turned 18 and my mom was like okay like it's your decision now because you're an adult so that's when we seriously started looking into it I guess anything else did I miss something I feel like I was kind of all over the place no I think you explained that pretty well I think like for me I don't like I didn't no I'm not trying to make this about me right now no please like um, insert because my brain is like all over the place no yeah I think like being Delaney's friend like since fifth grade like when we were all going through like puberty and like our bodies are changing you know yeah obviously I always like knew that Delaney like had big boobs but like (laughs) yeah it never like was something that I ever like focused on never like when I would see her I would like consciously be like (laughs) like Delaney has big boobs like it's not something that crossed my mind every day but then when like we started talking about it I was like no yeah like you should do that yeah because I would like see like I'd be there when you'd be like in the dressing room like trying to find a prom dress and nothing fit and you're just like the frustration or or, like even like even buying bras was an issue yeah like bathing suit shopping like nothing yeah was fun and I was like no yeah like if you think that this is something that's gonna make you feel like be more confident in yourself 
then and like just make your life easier I'm like yeah do it yeah and you said to me you like when you had just first talked to your mom about it and you're like I'm just getting so you're like I'm just getting so emotional because now like when I go like wedding dress shopping like I know it will just be so much easier so I was like (laughs) yes no yeah and obviously like there's the whole thing with like breastfeeding and my sister is um has a one-year-old so like she just went like like recently went through all that yeah yeah just recently went through all that and I can see how it's like it's definitely very upsetting that like there's a small percentage that you can breastfeed but also we live in a society (laughs) where like formula is like really cool too yeah yeah you're gonna be spending a lot of money on formula yeah but like I don't think there's so many moms that don't breastfeed so I don't think obviously this isn't my life so like I'm not gonna tell Delaney how to feel but um I don't think that there's gonna be like that much of a strain on a relationship with you and your yeah and that was definitely like more of the concern because we are in an age and especially by the time I go to have children in many years from now Mm -hmm. is like formula is perfectly healthy for a kid as far as I know you they might be a little gassier but I think for the most part like formula is perfectly fine I think it's just the connection that everyone talks about that I was would miss but I think I'll be okay but yeah it's just no experience shopping was fun I never liked shopping and even now like I could fit possibly into clothes from stores made for younger girls like you think like Brandy Melville and like Hollister and like those kind of stuff (laughs) different story Brandy Melville's a different story but even now like after the surgery I still just don't like to shop in places like that and they really just rub me the wrong way because for so long I just couldn't like I would buy so many clothes like from women's older like women's section bras like bathing suits I just like had to dress like an old lady (laughs) you know so, yeah, like, homecoming dresses from, like, mother of the bride sections of the store from Macy's. So, yeah, that was sort of, like, the main thing is, like, clothes shopping and also, like, weight gain. Because working out with a large chest is so hard. And the first time I ran after surgery was the craziest thing. I was like, wait, <laughs> this is genuinely different. And just so much back pain and like migraines just the whole thing and so finally when I turned 18 I was like this is happening there's no way I'm waiting there's no point in waiting and like Emily was saying I always think about like my wedding day for some reason that's always just like a point of reference for me when I think about like getting a tattoo or like anything like permanent like that I always for some reason think about my wedding so I was just thinking like I need to do this for myself now before I get older and so moving into like how I guess the surgery went right so I started going I only went to one doctor and we were like thinking about looking around but this guy was chef's kiss I love him I stan and so We really liked him because he also, the main thing he did wasn't breast reduction. It was reconstruction after you have, like, a mastectomy. So, 
he did a lot of work with like cancer patients and stuff that was a lot more intense than like a really routine surgery especially on someone my age who has no pre-existing conditions and I'm like young and healthy and whatever so I felt really confident in this guy and he was just a nice dude so I met with him and it was kind of I don't know it was kind of a weird experience I would go with my mom and like obviously you have to like he just has to like examine you so I just had to get really like comfortable in that area but I mean I was like I gotta do what I gotta do so coming up to like the day of surgery it was July of 2019 so July 27th of 2019 June June no July wait never mind June June 27th of 2019 I went in and Emily can attest to this I texted her and I was just like today is a wonderful date (laughs) yeah it was like I remember waking up that morning and you were like, I'm so cool. God is so good. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> it was just so I funny. still reference it, like, not to get too spiritual up in here, but, like, I still reference it as, like, one of the most, like, spiritual experiences of my life because in past podcasts we've talked about how I have really bad anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I woke up that morning and I've never felt so peaceful in my whole life. Mm-hmm. I was like, it was just the most beautiful experience and like everyone was praying for me like I just like felt so good so I go my family was with me Nick was with me such a sweetie and we went in early in the morning I came out like midday okay and it really like I wasn't that afraid because Yes, the incision was huge, and they were taking off parts of my body, which is scary, but I didn't think of it as, like, a super major surgery because they weren't taking out any organs or, like, they weren't even going in technically, like, inside my body. It's more, like, on top of my body. So I wasn't that worried about, like, for my life, I guess, which, like, I would normally be in surgery and stuff like that. So I felt really calm and... The whole thing was just, like, a really beautiful experience. And the doctors were so sweet. They are just, like, talking to me and, like, asking me about college and stuff until I, like, fell asleep, you know? And so I wake up, and everything's really fine, except I have an awful reaction to anesthesia. So this is where it started to get a little rocky, is, like, after I woke up, I went to the room, and I... As soon as I woke up, I immediately started throwing up because I just don't do well with anesthesia at all. And that was definitely like the worst part of recovery. I'll talk about recovery more, but like it's really it was not that hard. But that was definitely the worst part was like the first 24 hours because I was just so sick. I would eat something and I would immediately throw it up. And it was stressful because obviously I have stitches like the incision goes from like directly under my armpit like to the middle of the front of my body so like it covers half of my the front half of my body pretty much so it's a really big cut it's like I don't know how long that is but it's like the whole front half of my body is like all stitched up tight in my little like bra thing or whatever and so I was just like throwing up and I was so like stressed that it would like hurt my chest and stuff like that but I remember I woke up 
And I looked at the nurse and I was like, do you have a mirror? And he was like, no, <laughs> why would we have a mirror? I was like, oh, fine, never mind. I went back to sleep because I just wanted to see myself so bad. I was like trying to see, but I couldn't because I was just like so excited. And so everyone gets in the room and I felt so bad because that first day I would just wake up and throw up and then go back to sleep. And Nick was so kind to be there with me, but I just like didn't talk to him. I'd wake up and I'd be like, why aren't you holding my hand? And then I would just throw up again and then I go back to sleep. And so, yeah, that was definitely like the hardest time. And so my mom and I, I think we were like watching the Kardashians. She slept there with me. We were just chilling. And then I was able to go home the next morning. So it was like an overnight thing so I got there I was in the hospital for like a little more than 24 hours probably which is like not bad so then I went home and pretty much for the next couple of days I was stuck on the couch for the most part Emily came over we watched Cody Co with my parents which was just like I would never do unless I was high on those painkillers <laughs> and looking back I showed my parents Cody Co like that's cringe girl defined ministries <laughs> And looking back on that, it makes me sweat. So, do you remember anything else about, like, the day of or, like, any other things about? Um, no, I was mainly just texting your mom the day of because, obviously, yeah. you were unconscious. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I don't remember, like, too much. And then I came over, like the next day yeah or something and we were chilling yeah we were it was just great chilling. she was so high just like it was so <laughs> no it was so funny but yeah, it was really funny i guess just like more technical things like if there is a chance that you are considering this mm-hmm. um the surgery takes like a couple of hours it's not a super big deal um recovery time is like they like for reference I went in on the 27th and then I was at a church camp like within I think I had a week at home and then I volunteered at a church camp and then I went on a church like to a camp so within a couple of weeks I was doing fine like within a week they take like bandages off all that stuff off and you have to wear a um a surgical bra which like buttons up the front because obviously you can't like lift your arms or anything like that they basically just say like you can't swim you can't lift your arms like don't get bumped and stuff like that for the first like like don't get bumped and like don't do exercise and stuff for the first like four weeks maybe and then after that because then after that we went on a emily and I and my family, we all went on a road trip. And I still had to wear the surgical bras, but I was, like, what, we walked around D.C. Like, I was pretty much fine. Mm-hmm. Like, so recovery time is surprisingly short and really not bad. Like, I stopped taking painkillers within a couple of days. So I was more just, like, my mom kept asking me because, like, I would tell her, like, I hurt really bad, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's like, are you, does it hurt or are you uncomfortable? Because those are two very different things. And I was like, okay. Period. Because if you're uncomfortable, she's like, if you're uncomfortable, I'll give you Motrin. But if you hurt, you should take the painkillers. And I was like, okay, I'm uncomfortable. 
That's if you're the main uncomfortable, thing. should you be taking the Percocet? <laughs> Stop taking the Percocet. You're just uncomfortable. So, um, yeah, within a fir- the couple of days, I was done with those. And the weirdest thing is that, like, the pain was not... It was kind of bad, but, like, it wasn't really that bad. The thing that was the worst was the itching. Mm. I don't know if it was just, like, healing, but it itched so bad and so i just sit there like watching tv and just be like oh, i need to itch i need it but i couldn't obviously and it's kind of scary because within like the first week at least my doctor like took the bandages off or like the tape so there was tape like waterproof tape over like my incisions and so like you'd shower and whatever but he took it off so i was just like hanging out and it was so scary because like i finally got used to it and then he took the tape off and it was like, felt like I was, nothing was there to hold me together. I was yeah. like, this is, but honestly, like, if you are considering it, I cannot stress this enough, do it. Like, it has been the best, ex- like, the best decision I've ever made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And truthfully, it's been like almost a year not really it's been like nine months yeah and i forget that that even happened same i mean my i still everyone like that i show like i'll show like my mom or like i showed emily (laughs) like my scars and whatever and everyone's like that's not bad i still i can still see them like i think sorry i just burnt (laughs) i think they're pretty bad but like i don't care enough i'm not I don't really care if they, like, look pretty, because, like, whatever. I'd rather them be small and look like Franken-boobs, but, like, whatever. So, I th- I think that you can still really see them, but also I haven't done anything to get rid of them. Like, I haven't put any cream or anything on them to, like, get rid of it. But I still, I, I say go for it. But, and then other things, I guess, about recovery like pain not bad but it is so strange because i could not feel my breasts for months like just recently i can feel like the underneath side really yeah like for the longest time they're just completely numb and like like someone could be touching them and i would have no idea now i can but for like months and months and months i could not feel them Oh my gosh, I, I didn't even know that. Yeah, it was really weird. Yeah, so how long after, like, post-op were you able to be, like, at, like, 100%, like, full activity again? Like, working out, like, running? Um, I think he said, I think it's, like, maybe two months, like, six to eight weeks, I think, which... Is not that long. Like, if you think about, like, a knee surgery, you wouldn't be at 100% till like, six months later mm-hmm. or something crazy like that. So, it's really not that long, but just maybe just because it was, like, summer and I'm, like, young, I got tired of it after, like, a couple of days. Yeah. I was like, let's, let's, let's get this going. Mm-hmm. Especially since we went to a camp where it's, like, a conference and there's a concert pretty much every morning and every night and people are jumping around in the mosh pit and I was just stand I was just standing there at my seat just oh, yeah I remember this 
and we like, would like go into the pit and people would like yeah. make a protective circle around me we had to make a circle around. thank you everyone me. who did that for me yeah and i'm sure it just had to be so difficult because like when crowder would come on oh my gosh and like david crowder is just up there and he's just like beating up like that guitar yeah and, like everyone's like beating up the fiddle just like going hard oh, absolutely and everyone's just like and you just have to like stand there i know to... <laughs> andy minio is like <laughs> Just this Christian rapper, and everyone is, but I do a lot. (laughs) Everyone is absolutely just moshing. Just all these sixteen-year-old boys, just like moshing, and so, and I was just standing there, worshiping with my hands like at my side. (laughs) And like the last day that Mosaic was there, oh my gosh, and they were they were singing like I don't remember what song they were singing, and it was just like. They were just bopping. And also, it's on a beach. Like, the camp is literally on the beach. So, I just had to sit there. Like, I bought a bunch of bathing suit bottoms to go to this camp and, like, tank tops. But then I'd have to wear my surgical bra, like, with my tank tops. Yeah. So, it was fine. Like, I just sat at the beach, but I couldn't, like, go in the water or anything like that. Mm. But, yeah, I was just chilling. It really, like, and pain, let me tell you, pain, not bad at all. Mm -hmm. Completely chilling. Except for the first day. And, like, it was uncomfortable, but there was no, there wasn't a lot of, like, pain. But then in the next couple of months, like, with recovery, um, I'll get, like, stabbing pains, which is oh. weird. But it, that's, like, to be expected for the first, like, couple months to a year. Mm-hmm. You just get, like, stabbing pains or they'll be, like, sore. But really, like, there was, I didn't wake up, like, crying because it hurt so bad, you know, like nothing crazy like that just kind of sore and really not like i feel like a lot of people after you get surgery they say it's like pressure i didn't really feel that either mainly just itchy it was very mm. itchy but very itchy did it feel weird like looking in the mirror and being being like oh, oh my gosh my mom took pictures of me for the first like week after like of recovery like every day like day one day two and in these pictures I look absolutely wrecked (laughs) because I was wrecked and like I didn't it was like obviously my mom had to like shower me Uh so my mom and I got very close during this experience (laughs) because she went to all the appointments everything she was responsible for showering me so yeah I just looked completely wrecked but looking in the mirror like it's not like I had something like to my face or like anything but just seeing my body the way that I've like always wanted my body to be was the craziest experience and I keep saying like whenever I bring it up like my mom and I will like reflect on this experience because it was honestly like it couldn't have gone any better and we're just like this is like this is what I was supposed to look like that's what it feels like because now they're not like tiny tiny but i'm not a tiny person it's just like proportionate mm-hmm. you know it's like this is what i was supposed to look like the whole time mm-hmm. and it just it feels so much more natural now mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's just a weight is lifted literally literally, <laughs> literally a weight has been lifted <laughs> off my shoulders literally. and now you can buy bras yeah bathing suits yeah i just bought a bathing suit yesterday Yes. I mean, like, comes full circle. No, it is kind of funny though because it did make me realize, like, that yes, they were a big part of why I was insecure. But then I'll like go to try on clothes, and I'm like, wait, 
definitely for the first like couple of weeks I was glowing I think I was literally glowing it was like a pregnancy glow but like (laughs) post-surgery glow I was just like in all the pictures of us in DC I was just feeling myself and that kind of wore off because like I said I threw up like everything and then right before surgery also like maybe a month before I had a really bad stomach bug from the mission trip we went on where I threw up for literally a week straight. So I was skinny. I was a skinny legend. And then I just had the surgery. So I was feeling myself. But then I kind of like came back to earth, I guess. And I would like try on clothes. And I realized we still got a lot of work to do. But it definitely did not fix all my problems. And I think that is, it did it fix a problem? Yes. But we still got a lot more. Now we only have 90, (laughs) we only got 98 (laughs) problems now. We got 98 problems. No, yeah. So, what other? uh, I mean, I guess like where I am, like what I look like now. I guess like before I went into surgery, I don't know if I should say like specific sizes. Does that really matter? It's up to you. I don't know. I'll okay. I'll say. Say how much they took out. Like how many like CCs they took out. I think he like when I, I'm not sure like what he actually took out, but when he was in the appointment and like, sort of like holding them, (laughs) just like so it was so weird, but he like looked at them and was like 900 from one and a thousand from the other. So like 900 CCs he took out and a thousand CCs from the other one. I think there were like it was like five pounds ish, Mm -hmm. of like tissue. And so I lost, like, wait. I lost maybe, like, five sizes, five cup sizes mm-hmm. to That's now. That's a lot. I know. It's crazy. Like, I, I know that is insane. Yeah. I don't know how you lived like that. Like, I really don't. No, I don't know either. I look back, and I'm, it honestly is shocking to me sometimes because I was so used to it. But now looking back, it honestly, but looking back on pictures that I posted on Instagram is a completely different thing from looking back pictures that like maybe my mom posted. Cause like, <laughs> like I was saying, I hit it so much that I look back at pictures of me on Instagram and I'm like, wait, I don't look big. Like my like chest does not look big at all. Yeah. I, I remember when I had like friends asking about it and I'd like try to show before and afters. I couldn't find befores because <clears throat> she just like didn't. everything I posted was like yeah. strategic. Like I would not post it if I because I didn't like having big boobs. So mm-hmm. I would, like not if I thought my boobs looked big in a picture, I wouldn't post it. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I think that it was a great decision. Also. This was also, like, yes, it's, like, plastic surgery, but this was also, like, a medical, like, operation that needed to yeah. be done, like, for, what's the word? Like, what's the word? It, it It's not, like, me getting a nose job, like. Yeah, and it's different, and, like, we, oh, sorry, I keep bumping my microphone, and, like, we could talk about, like, plastic surgery, because, honestly, before I got it, like, if you would have asked me, I would have been like, no, no one needs plastic surgery. Like, you all are beautiful the way you are. <laughs> but yeah. then, like, going through this experience, 
has made me realize like, yes, you need to love yourself fully the way you are. Mm -hmm. But did I need the surgery to survive? No. But was my quality of life lower than it could have been? Yes. Mm -hmm. So I completely understand. And my confidence has gone way up. Mm -hmm. And like, but I still completely like loved myself before but just like on a physical level like my confidence and just my ability to like go into a store and try on clothes and not be like oh they don't have an extra extra large I can't buy it you know it's just opened up a lot of like doors I didn't have before Mm -hmm. so yeah period period (laughs) no yeah so if you think about it, you should do it. Well, thank you, Delaney, for sharing your truth. <laughs> for speaking thank you your truth. so much for listening. And yeah, I hope that wasn't like, I mean, I don't want to like s- say too much, not too much, but get too like graphic because I don't know like who's listening to this. But yeah, I hope that that sort of explained it in a nice mm-hmm. way. I think yeah. so. I think it was very well spoken. Thank you. Yeah, so I think that's about all we have yeah. for you today. I hope you guys are having a great week so far with your online classes or online work at home, Yeah. whatever it may be. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Social distance. Please. Social distancing, whatever that is. Yeah. Just remember... No matter what your insecurities are, love yourself fully. And fully loving yourself does not mean that you don't think that there is room for improvement. It just means that you're not doing that improvement out of a place of self-deprecation. You're doing it because you love yourself. Okay, period. Period. And that is that on that. Uh, Yeah, and on that note. Check on your friends. Check on your friends. Hope you guys are having a great week. Happy Wednesday, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.